Welcome to the SM Supermalls Masterclass Podcast. Listen and learn from SM leaders as they share their expertise on leadership and business. Start your learning journey by clicking a Masterclass episode that interests you. Good morning, everyone. I will start off by sharing with you some early photos from a first mall assignment in China more than a decade ago. This photo was taken on the rooftop of our property in Suzhou. A challenging project as the property was idle for a very long time and for some reason had not been launched yet at that time. SM has bought the property and because of my Taiwan exposure, I was asked if I can go there. The younger, inquisitive and adventurous me took the challenge. As our bosses told me that it's just near Shanghai and it's going to be fun. Only to find out that it was actually located in a developing area in suburb at that time. What I wanted to share is after four other mall launches in China, finally, we were able to convert this once unproductive rooftop on a football, to a football field that served the university across. It definitely took lots of negotiations, memos, revisions just to get it done. But hey, finally, we saw some innovation. I'm sure many of us have been asking, how do we actually implement innovation? My name is Shivas Alejo of SM Supermalls. I'm currently working on special projects on innovation and work optimization. In today's masterclass, we will be reviewing some of the best innovative practices in Asian malls. And that, of course, includes SM being one of the pioneers in the industry. And I'm hoping I can give justice to it with my nine years of experience in SM China malls while sharing some insights from taking innovation courses at the Harvard Business School. So without further ado, let's clarify some points on what innovation is. Innovation is one of the buzzwords that have emerged in the recent years. We have heard a lot about it externally and internally within our organization. It is indeed inevitable and able for us to survive, to compete and to maintain leadership. But more than just a noun, innovation for me is a verb, which makes more sense when it's coupled with action. Let me go through the 10 practical tips on implementing innovation. Let's start off with number one, which is recognize the challenge. What do we actually want to solve here? Lots of great ideas start from a problem. Is it about convenience, vacancy, rental rate, procedure, or what have you? Important is it's clear to us what we want to solve. One of the things I'm very proud of as an SM employee and as a Filipino is whenever I share with my friends that mauling in the Philippines is convenient and will never go outdated. One reason is the government services we have inside our malls. It is such a brilliant idea that our leaders have really worked on since the early days. Clearly, it has addressed customer convenience. It's the same way with medical services that are in our malls. Just for the record, not even in the US or China, have it in their malls like we have it in the Philippines. And with the challenges that malls in the Western world is facing, they are currently exploring medtail or medical retail, which we actually have been doing for the longest time. The second is to gather references and learn from them. The differences or the difference between an inventor and an innovator is an inventor creates something new, while an innovator improves on what has been invented. To innovate, it is therefore important for us to know what tools do we have, what data we have, what others have done, or uh, what can we improve to customize it to the challenge 
that were phasing. Remember, when the COVID hit the world, all flights were all canceled, Thai Airways went viral by having their food catering business serve the traveling market through a mock plane restaurant. This went viral even in the US and the rest of the world. While the idea sounds interesting, actually, SM Jinjiang already had an airplane restaurant two years before that. But still, Thai Airways was able to own the idea by improving the concept and doing it at the proper timing. The third is identify the added value. Another distinction we need to make is between two important words, creative and innovative. Both are important and both are anchored in great ideas. However, while creativity appeals to the senses and emotion, innovation adds value and solution. About four years ago, SM China's introduced small displays that are not just creatively done, but also made functional by incorporating the mall benches with it. Plus, these also offer convenience to customers by serving as charging stations for mobile phones. More recently, this concept has been elevated by some of our malls here in the Philippines by incorporating wireless charging station with the mall planters. My fourth tip to implementing innovation is identifying to whom is it for. This is actually related to the value I mentioned earlier, but I decided to make a separate bullet for there's no better way of explaining that the motive of our action should be clear. Is it for flair or to care? The more effective and sustaining innovative ideas are those that are centered to customers. So I'd like to cite this cosmetic claim of SM Shaman as an example. Really nice brands that definitely capture the prolific cosmetic market in Shaman. These spaces by the entrance of the SM store and leased by them was actually part of the mall's leasable area. Prime space, highest rent. Normally, the mall will not give up such space for the department store to handle. But SM Shaman team had carefully crafted different rental scheme or profit model, so to speak, enabled to cater to the desires of the customer. What I'd like to stress here is sometimes innovation is not visible to the eye. It can also be in the form of exploring profit models. And no matter, it may sound tedious, if we think what customers really want, there must be a way. So moving on, uh, the, do you remember the last time you blurted the word aha? That's the aha moment that we're actually looking for. There's no perfect formula or process to it, but it's that magical moment when you are able to connect dots from the problem you recognized, the data you've gathered, the value you want to contribute, the segment you wish to serve, all connected by that one great idea you want to hold on to. The pandemic has brought a lot of these aha moments. The bicycle lanes and racks, alfresco dining, call to deliver, pick, pick up to go, or pick up on the go, etc. And while we have touchless elevator buttons here in Max building, Thailand's Second Square had another aha moment through these pedal elevator switches to avoid virus spread. Now on the sixth, distinguish the nose and the knots. One thing I have learned from a strategy professor is, it's not enough to identify what our idea is. Oftentimes, it's also about identifying what it is not about. 
identifying the limitations of our idea is not about avoiding what we cannot do. It's more of defining and strengthening our idea. For instance, if you have seen or read about the successful trendy zones in China or Thailand, like the DIY zone, active lifestyle zone, or cultural zones, these projects really take some discipline to come up with a successful curated project. And I can tell this because we also had a similar project in SM Chengdu. And from my experience, it was really challenging to balance occupancy target versus maintaining the concept. But at the end of the day though, we need to distinguish what we are not to be successful. Next tip, next tip is to gather the truth. While accountability and ownership are important in innovation, the shift from I to we perspective is essential as well. In fact, I personally believe that what should uh, that we should convert the I in innovation to we and call it we innovation. For it is by working together that we don't just become in, but together we win. My favorite example here is Hobson Mall in Beijing, which opened sometime in 2018. It's not a high-end mall. Most of the brands are just mid-level, yet they were able to appeal to the growing young working class by curating the design of each of the stores. For example, at their F&B zone, you could clearly see that they work closely with tenants on how they integrate the design. One tenant used water feature, the adjacent used wood, the other used metal. There's even one that used wind or wind turbines. For me, the designs were really creative, but not necessarily innovative. The innovative part though, I believe, is that they did the process of streamlining different mall departments and more especially empowering tenants to work with them. So moving forward, my eighth tip is to brave the resistance. From pitching of ideas to planning your activations, we all experience different kinds of resistance. It may be in the form of hesitation, doubt, or even financial resistance. And how do we win over this? It's going back to two of the things we mentioned earlier, holding on to the problem we aim to solve and the value we aim to add. You might have seen the current trends in bookstores in China, Korea, and Japan. More than just a retail store, they have converted this concept to something really cultural. And in Southeast Asia, Thailand Central Group is one of the first to launch such concept during the pandemic. COVID has slowed down their department store business and they have converted the sixth floor into a book cave with 10,000 books displayed. Despite the situation, they introduced this concept to give more reasons for customers to go up the building. Number nine is to experiment and learn from mistakes. While resistance is normal due to risks, there's always a way to manage it, and it is through testing. Just like how we were taught um, science in school by identifying certain hypotheses and subjecting to controls before scaling up. Now, this may sound scientific to some, but in other words, it's important to test before rolling out. I'd like to share with you our experience in SM Tianjin, one of our biggest projects in China. We have a very huge courtyard, and since the mall is in the northernmost, is the northernmost mall we have, definitely the challenge we had was how to make the area lively during winter, which could last up to six months of cold weather. 
inspired by our outdoor skating by or by the outdoor skating in Rockefeller and Bryant Park in New York, we brought this tenant from Poland that came up with a unique outdoor skating experience. By putting on what, what we did is we put it on top of the existing fountain. At first it went well, but with the air quality, cold condition, and simply different culture, the crowd slowly faded. Sure, we did not make profit from it, but we really learned a lot from it. We admitted our mistakes, and what's important was we learned from it. So the following winter, we had to work on other ways to keep the area lively. Good thing was it was a temporary setup. So my personal lesson here was failures should not be confused as mistakes. Moving on to the last tip is to find ways. So borrowing the line from our bank affiliate video, finding ways is important in implementing innovation. And there's no other way but summarizing it in the Filipino word called discarte. While it can be loosely translated as being resourceful, I believe it's more about determination to thrive plus discretion plus ability. To share this slide, Asian retail is actually exciting more than anywhere else in the world. This is one of the reasons why I still choose to stay in Asia. Among the other trends are frictionless or manless stores, facial recognition payment, virtual try-ons, and voice commerce to name a few. But then, innovation is not all about technology. I am sharing this because no matter how it sounds distant from us, remember that mobile payment was also unimaginable a few years back and now, we're getting the hang of it. And going back to the word discarte, I am sure that each of you have your own individual stories that made you survive in this industry. So I would just leave it at that for you to insert your own story. So before I end my sharing, let me mention some of the things that the company has been doing to promote not just innovative culture, but a more inclusive one. So. Remember that some of you were involved in the Ideation Bootcamp organized by the Learning and Development Group of RHR in fourth quarter of last year. The good news is, seven out of the 14 projects presented are being actively explored again for testing and implementation. In fact, five of those are going to be part of the tenant portal, which will, we were going to launch or have initial launch by April and will come in phases until the end of the year. This is made possible through the help of Mr. Nick Chua and the rest of uh, the Business Process Unit. We are also working closely with HR and a second batch of Bootcamp, hoping that we can generate more ideas and more importantly, develop more inclusive culture of innovation. The second project is Idea Bank. Aside from Ideate, everyone in the company is also encouraged to pitch their ideas monthly through the Idea Bank, which is available in our SM Life. Um, since HR has launched this last October, there have been 103 ideas pitched. It's worth it to mention that 44% of the ideas are from assistants, supervisors, and officers. Also, 22% are from SM Bacolod, the top contributor. I'm sharing this because it's really essential on how we integrate idea generation within our culture. In the next few weeks and months, we will be reviewing the entries and endorsing them to you for possible sponsorship. Currently, there are eight that have been endorsed to related departments. Lastly, among the projects is SMOs Online, 
bigger project of the company is SMO's online app being developed by online mall team headed by Mr. Lawrence Kua and Mr. Daniel Lim, which is currently on beta or testing phase in our three malls, North Edsa, Mega Mall, and Mall of Asia. Basically, it is an innovative project that empowers our tenants through omni-channel tool, which is the future of retail. Actually, the, the current time, okay, the present of retail. The app already has 150,000 downloads and every day is an experiment day for us. One recent experiment we have done is the inclusion of product launches in the app. We hope that we can get everyone's support as we eventually roll it out to other malls, hopefully in the near future. So to summarize, I will leave you with a quote from one of my favorite professors from the business school, Professor Stefan Tonke, who studied thousands of innovation projects of companies worldwide. He said, the tension between creating value through innovation and capturing value through operations is actually the heart of running successful businesses. So with that, I thank you and I hope that this little sharing has helped you in one way or another. Thank you. This is SM Supermall's Masterclass Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Watch out for our new episodes every month.